0: It's so stupid. Why do birds Why do birds fly to warmer climates in the winter? I don't know. It's much easier than walking. <laughs> stupid ones, dude. You
1: know, <laughs> there's a time and a place for jokes, and I. I'm afraid that that one didn't land. (laughs) That bird never landed. Nope. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Declamation of Independence podcast. My name is Logan.
0: And I'm Austin.
1: And over the break, uh, we took a little bit of a hiatus just because of the holidays and for health reasons, Uh, but we are now back and we do have plans on dropping podcasts uh every week at least once a week maybe twice uh that's the goal uh, but speaking of breaks how was yours
0: uh it was it was long i had a good two weeks off work um ended up going over to florida hanging out with my mom and my sister my niece went over to universal so you know we had a good time um it was just a little too, long. too <laughs> and long. You almost yeah, when you have two weeks off of work, you get back to work and sometimes you forget, all right, how do I do my job again? <laughs> like what's going on here? I don't know if I've
1: ever had that problem. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had that two weeks later forgetting everything. <laughs>
0: well, you I've talked to so many customers and they've said the same thing, just sat there and laughed, like, Yeah, that's how I felt too. Like, all right, where was I at again? What happened when I leave off? <laughs>
1: Now that I can understand, but the whole forgetting, <laughs> forgetting how to do your job. like yeah. when that Call you know,
0: up my manager.
1: <laughs> what oh, do I do again? Yeah, exactly. Well, we, we actually both, we both had about the exact same time off. We both had like two, a little bit over two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. And both of us over the break got pretty sick um, or, or sick. I should say, maybe not pretty sick. We both got sick. <laughs> mhm. So w- what was yours? What was your diagnosis what was your
0: Well, it was my wife had the flu on Christmas Eve.
1: <laughs> you should have just cut it off with it was my wife. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There,
0: that's it. Fine. That's 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 obviously what it was, right? But uh no, I the whole time I was fine and then Literally the last day of my vacation I got sick. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So but I never went to the doctors. We actually had a extra Z pack, it's what the uh antibiotics called. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, screw it. I'm taking that, and knocking this thing out so I don't miss any more days. But yeah, that was it's gone. We're good. And, How about you?
1: And yours was yours was just a cough, right? Or did you
0: No, nah, it, it was my throat was hurting. Um, obviously congestion. I was coughing up. You know the fun stuff, so that was it. it just yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, we were both out with it, although mine I can't attribute to my wife she she wasn't sick, um, but mine hit me Christmas day, and <laughs> or, well Christmas night, and my throat has just been terrible, um, and I would have preferred not to go to the doctors, but my wife being a nurse was like, hey, this has been going on for two weeks now uh, at the beginning of January when I was back at work. She's like, you should really go in and get this checked out. So I go in, long story short, I, I wasn't like nauseous or I didn't have a cough or anything, but I had just like very, very severe like throat pain. And it was, I'm a heavy sleeper and it was waking me up multiple times throughout the night. Um, and so I went to the doctors, they prescribed me some antibiotics and just Sunday. So let's see, what's today? Wednesday. So just about four days ago, um, I was able to sleep my first night all the way through without waking up at all. So, uh, both of us are nursing our voices and our throats back to health. Uh, that was part of the hiatus that we took, uh, on top of the holidays and everything else, but we are going to be coming back, um, 2020, new year, new us, new podcast. Um, and So that's the plan.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: But you had mentioned earlier that you had something that you wanted to ask. me.
0: Yeah, obviously, this is the holiday season. And during the holiday seasons, we had a bunch of different sports, right? You had all the bowl games. You have the playoffs started. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of what we're going to be getting into is a little bit more about sports, um, to probably the rest of this podcast, this rest of this episode. But, uh, I had a question. I know we were talking about it earlier before the podcast, but I'm going to throw this question to you on here. I was actually thinking about it myself, just because as you know, I don't have Michigan state. Isn't really a championship (laughs) type team. Right. (laughs) Um, but so the question is, if you if you had control of your team, right, if you had control of Michigan, you had the money, you spent the money, everything revolved around you, would you cheat to guarantee a championship?
1: Yeah, that's, that's a weighted question. Um, so are you meaning in the sense of, like, if I was the coach or if I was, like, the owner of the team?
0: I would have – I would say more owner. Just – all right, oh, put it this okay. way. You have unlimited money, right? Mm-hmm. You and you won't get in trouble for this, right? Okay. And the reason I say you won't get in trouble for it is because there has been proof that there's so many teams out there that has been cheated. That's cheated has done whatever and never got in trouble for it. So clearly, it doesn't matter. So would you
1: or do somebody that? else? Somebody else in the program takes the fall. Exactly. Well, that's what it um, is. I mean,
0: you got boosters and all that fun stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. I. I don't know. Morally, I want to say no. Like, if I was a coach, if I was a player, I absolutely would not. If I was the owner, I don't know. I feel like money, at that point, money's not a problem, so I don't see, normally you know, colleges, they they pride themselves on winning championships so they can then promote that and hopefully get more students and make more money. If I was the owner, I feel like my main goal would be to establish your brand and make money off of it and I just I don't know I I probably I I more than likely wouldn't but it is an interesting question like if I knew that I couldn't be touched from it that changes things a little bit Um, yeah I I probably wouldn't what about you
0: I mean if if this question would have came out maybe six seven years ago I would probably say, no, I mean, I think we can do everything fair and we can win this way. But now, after, like I said, seeing all these other teams that have clearly, and which I'll get into, have clearly cheated, have clearly given these players or these commitments things to get them to commit, I would absolutely. <laughs> I would be. I would be just telling them, listen, I have a bag of money sitting here in East Lansing your first day. So here you, it is come to school
1: okay i think i think i understand the question now so no, it's it's not necessarily cheating it's would i offer incentives to players to get which is cheating but yes which is
0: cheating so that,
1: but you're not talking about like paying off a referee to like no nah,
0: i don't costs. i think that that wouldn't be as easy right i, I mean because you can you can give these players certain things without having to really be noticed I mean, yeah. it's obvious if you look at it, like if you look, look at just any, any, if you ever have time, go to Instagram and look up any Alabama football player, Instagram, hmm. <laughs> there's $80,000 cars that they're in. There's no way that's theirs.
1: <laughs> if they're a college student, they should be broke. Yeah, <laughs> they should have no money. <laughs> well, and you should, you, you know me better than this. You know that I don't have an Instagram. I don't even have Facebook, man. But I, yeah, I'll, I'll look that up. Sometime I'll I'll try and like see if I can, uh, kind of look at some of these college <laughs> players and and what they're posting on their social media. I I bet you it is, and not mm-hmm. just cars, but like jewelry is another big thing. You know, the Rolexes, the the if necklaces are still a thing, the necklaces, mm-hmm. the earrings. Mm-hmm. But yeah, colleges absolutely do that. So if it was. If the question was rephrased or if, if now I'm understanding it correctly, I would feel inclined to offer some sort of incentive to get a player to come to my school over another, especially if it's one that I really think can you know turn turn the franchise around and, and be a face for, for the football team or basketball team or whatever. That, that, that is a hard decision.
0: Yeah, no, it's well, yeah, because if you technically if you get caught, then that's that's it. But there's so many. So here's a few of them that I was reading about that's happened, and it's crazy, and it it, it makes sense. Like no one would know. So Georgia Bulldogs, right? There's it. I mean, it's not told that's true, but I would say it is. There's a rumor saying that most of the commits that go on to visit. They, right when they enter the campus, they get $1,000 cash, sometimes even $5,000 cash. Just getting to the campus just to see it. That's gonna, if I get that as a player, as a high school player, I'm gonna be like, hmm, it's a good team, good conference, and I get this. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm going here. Mm hmm. And then, obviously, we talked about Alabama with the cars and stuff. I'm sure they do money incentives as well. Um, What's the other one? The other, Kentucky. They don't – the one rumor I was hearing about with Kentucky, it's probably obviously more of basketball. I think it actually is. The basketball, they have their own dorms. And it's literally like a fancy hotel. Their dorms are. Which isn't cheating, I guess, right? I mean – any college can spend the money right. and make a dorm nice, but the fact that it's only the basketball players there, like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it, it makes me like, wow, why can't my college do that? Why can't we have a specific place for all the athletes, which they might, but something's like super nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah. It's
1: well, you know what the old saying is, is that if you're a college if you're a college player of, of mm-hmm. sports, You don't really have to go to school is what a lot of people say Uh, that, you know, at some of these bigger universities, that if you are the star of the football team, you're probably not going to see that person in class. Um, Kentucky with basketball, that makes absolute sense to me. That's what they're known for. They've been great. They will continue to be great. And that is, I, I think that there's, I mean, there's definitely laws on it and I don't know if they switched it. I want to say a while back, they switched it from, like, cash gifts, like, monetary gifts to, like, like a car, for example, whereas, like, you're talking about at Georgia, if they just handed them a $1,000, pretty sure they ruled that out, like, years ago that you can't do that. Well, um, you so, can't, but, but
0: what's, yeah, you're not going to know if they don't say nothing.
1: Yeah, exactly, like, if, if the student comes in with, with a brand new watch or something, and every reporter or somebody catches wind of it, and it's like, hey, where'd you get that watch? I'm sure that they're not going to be forthcoming about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was, that was one of the main reasons why they stopped making NCAA games, like the the sports games. Mm-hmm. You know, like football and stuff. It was the last one, ironically, going back to our Michigan-Michigan State rivalry. Uh, I'm pretty sure the last one was the one that uh, Robinson was on the cover, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
1: and that was Oh, gosh, I don't even know what year. Um, but they stopped making those games because I'm pretty sure, like, the players complained at the time because they wanted to be paid mm-hmm. for them being used in games. And everybody, there's just, like, a big controversial argument of, like, okay, these are college students. Should they be, you know, should they be getting paid for something that they're in but not actively a part of? Uh, and ultimately, they decided, well, they're a college student. And they should not be receiving compensation. So that's, like, the, the whole reason why they stopped making NC A like, games. Football, mm-hmm. basketball, things like that. Um, yeah. And, and it sucks because you always hear about the same schools. What that does is it creates, it creates a culture where it's always the same four or five schools that are in the high-ranking bowl games and that are in the championships. You know, you always hear about Alabama. You always, in basketball you hear about Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina. It's always like the same, you know, four or five mm-hmm. uh, that are just known for having a really good team. And the reason why they're known for that is because they're able to secure them recruits through hopefully ethical means, but more often than not, probably not ethical.
0: Nah, yeah. I mean, not just if you think about the beginning. Obviously, it had to start somewhere. I can see Alabama now getting really good recruits just because they're always winners, Mm -hmm. and the odds of getting drafted and going there is it's pretty high. I mean, even backup quarterbacks have been drafted. Like that's nuts. Mm -hmm. Like if if Michigan State, like I swear there might be one person drafted every year, (laughs) and that's just. And then we went to Alabama. Got you got their backups being drafted. Yeah. So that if I'm a high school student, I'm thinking, okay, I would love to be going to school like that because I my goal is to be professional and make money. That's it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's sad when, when their backups can get, can get offers and can get drafted into the NFL when they played literally like half or a third of the season time that like the starting quarterback at like U of M or MSU or Penn mm-hmm. state, you know, um, yeah, it's. I don't know. That that's one thing that we are not going to be able to change. Although it's interesting, it, it's an interesting topic for sure. Um, how how do you where do you weigh in on the whole college players? Do you think that they back when they did make the games? Do you think that they should have been paid for it? Do you think that they shouldn't have? Or do you weigh
0: on that? Yeah, I mean, I was I was going to ask the same thing. Cause that is uh. Obviously that's a good talking point where people are everyone has their different um different mindsets of how everything should be done but at first, I was like, nah, they shouldn't be paid they're college they're in, they're in college that's 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 why college that's why a lot of people like college football you know over mm-hmm. pros because they're not paid they're doing it because they love the sport mm-hmm. but I I kind of think they I think kind of think they should. I think they should get paid. I think there should be something. That way that it would be fair all around, right? You wouldn't have all these eh, you might still have all these people giving more money and all these other good high school players going to Alabama or anything that offers a lot to them. But it I think they would limit that if they actually paid them. Not to mention they would stay longer, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's absolutely uh, one of the differences is that they'd they'd probably redshirt and stay in school longer so they could Mm -hmm. earn more money. I don't know. And I think, I'm sure somebody somewhere takes back when they made the games, takes into account like the ratings of them. (laughs) You know, like when they'd rate like, I don't know, Denard Robinson in the 90s or whatever as an AQB. I, I bet you that that improved his, his draft stock, you know? I mean, seeing that, seeing something that, like, you see the player throughout the season, you can see how they perform in real life, and then a game comes out having this player, and he's also one of the top-rated players in the game. Like, that ha- that can only improve your draft stock. That's only going to make things better for you is, in terms of getting drafted.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, the popularity. I mean, now you got even yeah. more fans that just like playing the game, and guess what these NFL teams like? They like publi- They like publicity, right? They like to have this attention. They want that popular player. Look, what was that one guy who got drafted? He was Baker the first. Mayfield. Like, no, no. He <laughs> Baker Mayfield. You, you're talking about <laughs> no. Um, I obviously Johnny Manziel, but yes. the other thing was uh, what's his name? Michael Sam. The he was the first gay
1: like, oh, football player. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, he he was not even that good. But he got drafted because of all the attention that team would get. Mm. I mean, yeah, because yeah, I think he lasted like a year, maybe two, and yeah, he's done now.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's things like that. But and and his credit, I also don't think that the industry, that the sport itself, and not even the sport itself, that any sports are really open, openly accepting of you know, like the people of the LGBT community. Like, you know, you hear about a gay football player or a gay basketball player. Normally, that does not do any favors for your career. It's actually the opposite. Um, Yeah, no, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, I I get it. I, I Yeah, I understand why teams would do it. And he wasn't a bad player by any means, but he definitely wasn't one of the best.
0: Yeah, there were better that didn't get drafted.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. And it was, it was because of the buzz and the hype around it that then had people saying, you know, his name and the team's name. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's one of those things. that's just like I I find myself the older I get, the more I get into these like moral dilemmas of things, right? Like I had. Well, here's an example. This is changing subjects, but. We talked about on the first podcast how we like hunting. Uh, I love hunting, and so you know you hear stories about. I forget where when it was or where it was, but it was a couple years back. Um, there was there was an animal at the zoo. I want to say it was a black rhino, maybe um, it, was, it was some sort of endangered animal, right? And it was killing all of the the babies um, and the offspring. And so it wasn't doing any favors for the population, which is already endangered. And so they had, the zoo had determined that this black rhino was a threat and that it needed to go. And so essentially, first off, the first thing that they have to deal with is it's on the endangered species list. So what do they do? Do they release it back into the wild? Do they have it, you know, killed? What do they do? And, uh, this is where like my moral compass like flares up and like goes back. (laughs) And because there was a guy who like came forth and I forget the amount of money, but you'll understand the concepts. He, he said, you know, like I want to be the one to, to shoot this black rhino and I'll put a million dollars down. And so like the, the integrity side of me and the hunter side of me says, okay, I don't, I don't like this guy, A, because he's he's only going to have this opportunity because he has money, and B, he's not using the animal or honoring it or doing, like, anything with it, right? Like, he's literally just wanting to kill this rhino to say that he killed it. He's not going to be eating it. He's not going to be mounting it on his wall, honoring it. He's solely wanting to kill it just to say that he killed it. So that's where I have problems with it. But then I think about it, and I'm like, well, the rhino, this particular one is killing offspring that they need, they desperately need to have the population, you know, go back up and, and check. And so it something needs to be done. And if they are going, you know, to raise that million dollars or whatever that guy had proposed, that's going to go back into conservation for the animal, which then helps it you know what I mean so it's like it's like the lesser of two evils do you do you let this guy shoot it and and the money that he donates goes to conservation for the animal do you let him be the one who takes it out or do you just get rid of the animal and lose out on that paycheck that could absolutely help in a variety of ways so I don't know. It's it's things like that that get my moral compass going, and I think, I think now, if I had to choose, I think I'm slightly leaning towards taking the money and and letting him doing it, just because that's a lot of money that could do a lot of good for the animals. But it, it's hard. It's a hard choice for me, because I'm 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 pulled either way. I'm leaning. I don't know. What do you think on that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I would take the money and have them do it. I mean, I don't see any – I don't know. That was an easy decision for me, though. I didn't think – I really didn't even think twice.
1: Yeah. Well, see, for me, it's harder because I don't like – I don't know. In in the state that we grew up in, in Michigan, there's a lot of people who are hunters just to say that they're hunters, that they know nothing about it. They don't really even care for the wildlife, which I do. Like, I I legitimately care about – white-tailed deer um, I think that they're beautiful to watch I think that they're majestic creatures and you know when I go out and go hunting not only do I get food for the freezer um, but I also honor the animal by you know mounting it and putting it on the wall and then that way a the meat is more pure than it's ever been you know I'm not going out to the store and buying something that I have literally no connection with that they're adding and feeding in preservatives I'm getting like the, the real game meat, the real venison. Um, and then as I'm eating it, you know, I can remember to the time of when I hunted it and what I had to go through to earn that animal. And then obviously I honor it by having it at my house. So <clears throat> going back to this guy, for me, that's a hard choice because it's like, I don't want this guy to kill something off of the endangered species list just because he has money and just to kill it. Like he's doing nothing with it. He's not eating it. He's not having it mounted. He is literally just wanting to kill it to say, to be one of the only people in the world to say, I shot a black rhino. And that's yeah. where I'm like, I just don't, I don't know. It's
0: but the rotten. thing is, why are they endangered? What's what's going on? How are they dying? You know?
1: Well, they were, they were endangered. They've been endangered for a while. They were hunted to near extinction because of their ivory tusks. Well, okay, so they were hunted. Well, their horn, I should mm-hmm. say. Actually... If yeah they, they were hunted but i feel like their horn also might be made of hair if i'm not mistaken um, but yeah i mean for that people of uh, of the you know the hunting population the hunting gathering society where they would go out and kill it uh, it was for meat. they would i'm sure that they'd use the hide for certain things but um, yeah they were they were like most animals that are on the endangered species list. Were either poached or hunted to near extinction.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it was for good, the money. I, I, I have, I'm, I have a big feeling that it's that these rhinos they're dying naturally, right? I mean, that's kind of another reason they're being extinct. They're not out there as much. Something's happening where they're dying naturally, and that the odds of that rhino dying by itself without anyone shooting at it are pretty high.
1: Almost so, 100%. Anything, I mean, anything's going to die.
0: Okay. So it's pretty high that something could happen pretty quick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why not do that and then also have money to put towards
1: mm-hmm.
0: something good? So, well, I mean.
1: Yeah, and that's why that's why I, I don't understand the arguments when people like in arguments about hunting in general, right? Like, it's deer in Michigan and in a lot of states in the Midwest and throughout the U.S., deer are one of the biggest known factors of car accidents outside of like natural road conditions of the unnatural forces deer crossing the road getting hit they cause thousands of accidents a year people die from it consistently insurance companies hate deer Um, and so like people who argue against hunting they say why would you ever go out and kill something that's majestic and my argument is always well first off everything that we buy essentially for deer hunting whether it's our tags um, and i'm pretty sure that there's like a 10 percent did i talk about this last time mm-hmm. i don't know if i talked about this last time but that goes back into conservation for the animal um, but they're going the, the population needs to be in check regardless so having hunters go out there a lot of times and this is i think part of the reason or what you were kind of getting at a lot of times when hunters kill it it's more humane than how it would naturally die in the wild and so i don't know I, I I see where you're coming from, but yeah the rhinos they the whole reason why they're in this debacle with their population is because they weren't smart enough to run away from humans um, but we can't blame them for that we've we hunted yeah. we've hunted quite a few things to near extinction, but we've also made with conservation efforts we've also made amazing comebacks with you know, a lot of the animals too that were also on the endangered species list that now aren't. But I don't know, that's something that gets my moral compass going.
0: Yeah, well, definitely.
1: Hunting things. Um, I actually, we didn't talk about this earlier, and this is also another change of pace. Um, I was reading an article the other day just because I found it interesting on American things that, that Americans do so american things that we do Mm -hmm. that are strange to foreigners or that are weird outside of the u.s have you ever thought about that like what we do that's weird to others
0: yeah yeah quite often actually
1: have you okay yeah or what they do that's weird
0: to us you know yeah i mean
1: normally people think of it in that way but have what, what do you think are like some of the things that like to foreigners or people that aren't from america whether even if it's something like canada or mexico what do you think it is of like people who visit, like tourists and stuff? What do you think that they see? And they're like, okay, this is only in America that this happens.
0: I'm trying to, I, I would say, obviously, that all the, the, a lot of the different types of food that we eat, you would yeah. think it's normal here, but over the, in the other places, they only eat the same foods, right? So I feel like they'd be like, wow, that's, that's a little weird. Like, That's one thing. Um, I'm sure there's other ones I've thought about in the past that I can't come up with right now.
1: So I I actually wrote down a list of this because I found this fascinating. Uh, Things that, again, foreigners or tourists or whatever, people coming to America when they visit things that they found that were just, like, different or not what they expected. Uh, One of the biggest things was food portions, Like Mm -hmm. that was a, that was a very consistent thing that in America, we have very, very large food portions to where like somebody in the UK, if they were ordering the same meal out there, um, you know, it'd be half the size or a third of the size and everything's like supersize this. Do you want extra large, you know, drinks, which you like to supersize the meal, things like that. But food portions and portion sizes, uh, was one of the biggest things that they said that's only in America. Is food, you know, does does food have that big of proportions, which I can kind of see. Do you agree with that? I can see
0: that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's always been a thing. But what's what's funny about that is, you know, have you ever if you ever eaten at like a really fancy restaurant and you spend a lot of money on your food, you get nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah.
0: Tiny bit of food, but that's so. I mean. Uh It's it's that's a whole other topic, but well,
1: yeah, that it's tiny bit of food is probably what people are used to receiving in the UK. You I, know guess, what I mean? Man, so. It's yeah. tiny for us, but it's normal proportions to a lot of countries outside of the U.S. A lot of European <laughs> countries. Yeah, I guess. But that yeah. was. I'm just gonna go through a list of them, mm-hmm. okay? So it was the food portions. A lot of things uh, that that. A lot of the big concerns that I read was about uh, tips and taxes that in most other countries that when you see a price of something in the store and it says $2 and they go up to ring out, it's $2 in other countries. In America, our tax is added on at the register. So that, that's a difference that a lot of people didn't know or weren't aware of when they didn't, you know, when they came to visit. Mm-hmm. Is that our tax is not included? So when they go to a drive-through or go out to eat at that fancy restaurant, and the meal says forty dollars, it's actually going to be, you know, like forty-three or whatever. Um, so tips and taxes being added on after was a, a strange thing. Mm-hmm. Um, pharmaceutical commercials and billboards. Uh, <laughs> outsiders or non-Americans said that they're all over, which I absolutely agree with. I can see that a hundred percent. Can you?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, we have pharmaceutical commercials over everything at all times of the day and night, over the radio, uh, over TV, over Pandora. I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, So pharmaceutical commercials. A lot of people didn't realize just how big America and the U.S. is. Uh, A lot of people who would visit us for the first time would think that they could go to New York and then travel to Los Angeles on the same day, a lot of people like if you're from America, you know that that's not viable. Um, I mean, geez even from Michigan to Ohio. if you're doing that in a car ride, you're looking at we talked about this last time, you're looking at four, five, six, seven, eight hours. so if you're planning on visiting multiple big locations like you know New York, Los Angeles, Las Vegas know that that's going to take some time that you can't just do them all in one day. Mm-hmm. Whereas again, in European countries, I mean, in the same eight hour drive, you could literally go across one or two countries. You know, you could go across Germany and Belgium or whatever, Denmark. Uh, but that was, that was another thing was that they need a car to travel because the size of America is huge. Um, Red Solo Cups was something that I read about, (laughs) and that was a lot of people, because we we obviously have our American influences on music, on movies, things like that, and a lot of foreigners thought that Red Solo Cups were only things that they would see in movies, likewise Mm -hmm. with, what was the other one, it was like wearing shoes inside, like inside a house, Mm -hmm. a lot of people thought that that was only things that they did in the movies, but it's not. Like, we actually have red solo cups, and some people at some houses actually do wear shoes inside. Those were things that they found interesting. Um, And then the biggest thing, and and another one was, like, having larger cars and just, like, the natural size of, like, our buildings and our land and how much we have. That threw a lot of people off guard. But the biggest thing that was a surprise to me, are you ready for it? Mm Mm-hmm. Was... Over and above all, a lot of people said that one thing that um, surprised them about America was how nice we are. A lot of people said that. Because there's, in, in European countries and, and even in North American countries like Canada and Mexico, there's a lot of even Canadians that weighed in. Because we have, in America, we have like the philosophy, or at least in the Midwest, a lot of people say, you know Canadians are the nicest people that you'll ever meet. Right? Mm-hmm. They're just super nice, and I had a I read a bunch of articles on this. I think maybe three or four separate ones. And there was a ton of Canadians that were like, actually, you guys are much nicer than we are. Like, I, there's always the stigma that you guys think that we're nicer, but truly you guys aren't. You will stop on the side of the road if somebody's car broke down, or you'll help them find a location. You'll just talk to people and generally. You know, not generally, genuinely care about what they're saying. um Yeah, but just how nice we are was one of the biggest things that people didn't expect.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's not, at first I was a little surprised because you'd think that's not true. But then I think about it because I, I look at some of these people from other countries here and I don't, I try not to be like that sometimes, <laughs> so I'm a bit ready to say. Stereotype. But I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, gosh, that was so rude. Like, I'm seriously in line here and you just cut me and it like just small stuff that what we usually do. I'm all, especially me. I'm always looking out, like I'm always looking around me. Like I'm always trying to be respectful to everyone around me Mm -hmm. half the time. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And it's,
1: yeah. Yeah. That, that one, was just uh, a lot of people saying how nice we are. There was a bunch of stories in these articles about people who had visited. A lot of it was like car trouble or trying to find a hotel or a restaurant, whatever. Um, and, you know, like five people would stop and help them get to their location or they'd help them stop and like change their tire and things like that. Um, but it really surprised me when the Canadians said that we're nicer than them. Yeah. I um, wonder who truly is nicer. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because a lot of people are thinking, like, Southerners are not nicer than Northerners in, like, in our yep. country, right? Because of Southern hospitality. And I've seen that in, like, at the Panhandle or, like, Georgia or, like, maybe South Carolina. I, I, I haven't been there much, but maybe. You have been there more than I have. But um, Or, like, Louisiana, they're all nice. But, like, in Tampa, no. No one's there's not a lot of nice people. It's because it's all these people that end up from up north move there. Yeah. And that's what yes. I think.
1: So so you think that the that the stigma is true and that all the northerners are coming down to the southern mm-hmm. parts of the US and inflating it.
0: Yeah, and not your typical northerners. It's your New Yorkers, people from New Jersey. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's the uh yeah. it's <laughs>
1: it's the Yankees it's the typical Yankees you think they're the mean ones huh I think that's it get the coffee we gotta go out to the car Mm -hmm.
0: and I sometimes I like it because they're straight with you you know I like that but I mean to some people right
1: and that was that was I'm glad that you actually brought that up because that was another thing that they mentioned in the article is that like a lot of people that, again, are non-Americans is just what I'm going to say for the sake of brevity. um, Non-Americans don't or didn't realize, you know, not only just how big we were, but just how vastly different our cultures are from people in different regions. You know, somebody who grew up in Texas is going to act completely different than somebody who grew up in the streets of Boston and they're going to act completely different than somebody who grew up in Los Angeles, California, you know? And so like, we, we each have like our own regions, even of the U S that like, you know, kind of conform to, well, to a certain idea or ideology where like you think that like, again, the Western states such as like California, a lot of people think and, and say that, they're like happy go lucky and they're like the surfer dudes, and uh, you know, they, they just don't care about a lot if you don't care. And then you hear Northerners are a little bit ruder and you know, might not be as friendly to talk to. And then again, like you said, Southern hospitality when you go to places maybe like Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia. Um, but yeah, people that was another thing that they couldn't like wrap their heads around and fathom is just that um, even in the U.S., our different regions act quite differently. Even even states that border each other, you know, Michiganders act much different from people from Ohio, or from Illinois. Um, yeah, it like you said, Florida and Georgia, there's there's a difference, and oh, that struck a lot of people uh, by surprise when when they visited. I don't mm-hmm. I don't even know what like got me interested in that article, but I I seen it. I'm like, hey, you know what? I actually want to read this and see what people think about us because that's interesting to me.
0: Yeah, oh, well, definitely.
1: Because we do it, like you said, right when I brought it up, you you were like, yeah. I always think of like what other people do that's weird, and I'm the same way. Like I'm like, man, people from Germany are so weird. They use these compact cars everywhere, and they fit two in a space, and um, you know they're really heavy drinkers or whatever. Is is traditionally what you hear and think of, right? Like Oktoberfest, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I was interested to see what people's perceptions um, on, on Americans were. Damn. Yeah. Most of them didn't catch me by surprise, but the Red Solo Cup thing kind of did. I didn't that's
0: odd. Much. I mean, that's yeah. Cause that's <laughs> just a it's just a cup, you know. I mean, I I guess. I
1: well, I think they tried describing it in the article. And I think that like the argument was, or where they were coming from was that like, they thought that it was going to be much more expensive to get those cups as to just using normal (laughs) cups that you could reuse. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. And some people do wash out the solo cups and stuff, but um, (laughs) yeah, like there was in the article, there's a guy who was like a German foreign exchange student that like came down for a year to study and he asked um, his foster family if he could bring a red solo cup home with him <laughs> it, was, it was like such an american thing that you just seen from american movies oh and then i forgot about this one of the other very big ones was that like not only do we have like drive through everything uh you know with like banks and we even have in certain places in the u.s we have like drive through liquor stores that you can just like pull up and
0: yeah we have that here in texas
1: yeah, see, we don't have that in Michigan, or at least not that I've came across. No, but, um, there's just
0: drive throughs right? Just for, like, getting, like, drinks, like,
1: right. snacks, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but selling guns <laughs> at Walmart or selling guns at, like, retail stores, that was another thing that caught them off, off guard and by surprise, is that they could just, like, go into a supermarket and purchase a gun. I thought that that was really weird when like people, again, I don't know why I keep comparing to like UK and Germany, but that's just where a lot of the views that like I was reading from were from and, uh, you know, like people in the UK, a lot of them don't own guns or have guns or have access to guns, let alone can go to a store, buy beer, buy alcohol, buy groceries, buy clothes, and also pick up a gun. Yeah. Do you know who has,
0: do you know who has access to guns there? Criminals.
1: And, and 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 the UK?
0: Yeah. <laughs> criminals. Guess who can get the guns? Criminals. Why do you think or, we can buy guns here? Because well, we can defend ourselves? <laughs> so right?
1: you're saying that so you're saying that Americans are not criminals and the UK are criminals? I'm because... telling
0: you that if we got rid of guns like we did there, guess we would yeah. have the guns here.
1: Yeah. The criminals. Yeah, that's... That's always like the the perception and the thought process. It's on on gun control is they're like, hey, we should take guns away, and I have I have very strong feelings <laughs> on that. Yeah, we'll, that's, that'll
0: be a different topic, a different day because we can go <laughs> on is, all
1: day for that. Uh, yes, that's something. Normally, I like to I like to think of myself as fairly open minded when it comes to most subjects. Mm-hmm. There's only a select few that. I I don't see my position changing on. Um, One of them is religion. One of them's hunting. And one of them's guns in general. Like all of those, I'm pretty dead set in my beliefs. And even if I have, you know, somebody who I have the best talk with, and I don't even want to say like debate or argument, but like people who I can have good, you know, intellectual conversations with, they still probably wouldn't change my mind. Mm -hmm. But for most other subjects, I'm fairly open-minded.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm willing to hear anyone's argument Mm -hmm. and talk. That's it. I mean, it doesn't mean you're going to change my mind, but I'll still hear them out.
1: And that's – I think that we have that that sort of like perception that like we think – one of my philosophies in life is just because – which is ironic because now we have a podcast and we're sharing our opinions (laughs) (laughs) to everybody – But one of my philosophies in life is just because you have an opinion doesn't mean that you need to share it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people could really do well by, you know, not saying as much. And that's, I mean, that's the main reason why I have no social media. I have no Facebook. I have no Instagram, Twitter. I don't even know what the other ones are. Snapchat. I have none of that because it just got so... Diluted with people sharing their thoughts on you know, politics, guns, hunting, mm-hmm. cars. It doesn't matter the, the color of your house, the size of your house, how many kids you should have, that I just said, I said, you know what? Anybody who I want to get in touch with, I have their number in my phone or I have a way to get in touch with them, and I will stay in touch with them. I don't need to see this. Because at one point in time, I did have a Facebook, uh, but I haven't used it in probably... Do you know how long? I mean, it's been. <laughs> I have no been, idea. It's been maybe three, four, five years. I mean, it's been years. And this is coming from a guy who does not fit the stereotype for somebody who's in their mid twenties. Um, you know, us being a part of the millennial generation, I could not stand. I, I, I first off, I don't like being associated with them, even though it's mine, my generation. But uh, just because of like the thoughts on them, but I. I couldn't be any further from, you know, like the cookie cutter shape of a millennial. Like I do not care for the the whole online presence and the, the sense of entitlement and the need to fit in and things like that, that you see all over nowadays.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And it's people get sucked into it too. I don't have, I used, so you have the applications right on your phone. Um, I don't have Facebook app. I don't have any of those apps. I, if I want to go on there, which I hardly ever, but every once in a while I'll go on there and see what people are doing, you know, I'll just go on the internet and do it because I just, I don't want to have access to it that easy. Yeah. Or I will go on it and I'll get annoyed at hearing some of the stuff. Cause yeah. it's like you said, it's just a bunch of opinions that sometimes just make you scratch your head. Like, Oh my goodness. Well, I can't read this people, anymore.
1: People don't even care. Right. Like a lot of people don't care. I don't, much like people might not care about our podcast and what we say here, I get it. I understand. I'm not, I don't think either of us, our goal is to really tell people how to think um, or what to think. It's just really two friends having conversations about interesting things, but um, people, people don't care what you think about what food you should eat for lunch. People don't Mm -hmm. care about what political views
0: or what your husband did for you today.
1: Yeah. Like that's, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: I don't want to hear how, <laughs> how happy you are with your life. Or how happy you think
1: you are with your life. <laughs> when some of us are out here struggling,
0: right? It's it's funny stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean and, and I don't fault people who use it. I do think that Facebook's a great tool. I, I think that for people who need to stay in contact with people, like having those friends that are foreign exchange students or whatever. I think Mm -hmm. that Facebook's an amazing tool for people in our situation where you moved, uh, you know, multiple states away and then you moved again um, to you moved to Florida and then to Texas. So staying in touch, I can see Facebook filling that need. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, hate people or, or discount people that use Facebook. It's just not personally my cup of tea. I don't. No, nah, really it's, 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 it's a lot of attention.
0: You just, it's just people are trying to get more attention, but I mean, it, it's funny stuff. Even simple things like today sucked at work. Like, yeah, you want someone to respond to you. That's <laughs> the only reason you put that because you want to tell people about your day.
1: <laughs> like, Hopefully somebody else. Yeah.
0: My favorite is when no one does anything to it. That's perfect. It's like, thank goodness. <laughs> Like that, that person did not get what they wanted.
1: <laughs> well, and they, yeah, I, I have, I have different views on Facebook all in all because I know what yeah. they do with like your information and things like that. And yeah, it's, it. I mean, some of that stuff's scary. I'll, I'll never forget when I was going for, I don't know. I think it was either, it was either for my marketing degree or my bachelor's. It was either for my associates or bachelor's. But in one of my marketing classes, we were talking about how, and this was a story that's been out for a while, how Target um, could tell that a girl was pregnant before her parents even knew. And basically what it was was she went into the store, she like signed up with her email or whatever. And I don't know if it's like Meyer and they have M-Perks, which again, mm-hmm. Meyer's a Midwestern thing. So some people <laughs> might not even understand that reference. Oh, I um, tell
0: people about it all the time here.
1: At least I'm conscious of it. That's the main thing. At least I, I'm aware that I know that I'm not ignorant to the fact that Meyer is not all throughout the U.S. Just like Euchre, although it should be. But um, yeah, like she she went into she went to Target and bought a variety of things. You know, like lotion, maybe like prenatals. Well, at that point, I guess it doesn't matter because she was pregnant. Um, but in any case, bought things that were related to pregnancy and like two weeks had passed and they literally sent like a targeted ad to her house where she still lived with her parents, uh, about all sorts of like baby stuff. And her parents called Target to complain and say like, Hey, why are you sending this stuff to my daughter? I think that this is very inappropriate. You guys, you know, need to do something about this. I think that this is very rude. Uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I think it was like the dad, maybe that you know, got so mad. And, uh, it actually came out because Target was apologizing for it. They said, you know, like, hey, we have algorithms that, that sort this sort of thing out. Kind of like what you see when you go to, like, Amazon and you buy something and you see, like, others have bought this or oh, you might also like blah. Um, same sort of concept. that They're all algorithms. And um, so anyways, like, Target was, like, apologizing, if I remember correctly. And then, like, the dad came out and publicly stated he's like, actually my daughter is pregnant <laughs> it was like it was like a bombshell that, that nobody's seen coming he's like i don't understand why you'd send all these pregnancy things to, to a girl who's in her teens and you know shouldn't even be thinking about this how dare you target and then like days later he's like yeah, she's pregnant i'm sorry
0: you yeah, that was it's accurate a,
1: Yeah. And you can look up that story as how uh, I'm about 99% certain it was Target, if I remember correctly, but they could tell that she was pregnant before her parents could. Um, but yeah, like a lot of these social networking sites or sites like that, like they compile a ton of information on you, which is another reason why I didn't really care to use it. Um, but between that and the opinions that everybody feels the need to share, um, yeah, it definitely turned me off to the whole idea of having an online presence.
0: Yeah. We're getting to the end of the podcast here. I know we wanted to go a little bit shorter, but we didn't get to talk about the playoff games I wanted to talk about. But we will record Friday before the conference championships. And the teams that are playing are Tennessee Titans versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Green Bay Packers versus the 49ers. We're not going to tell you who what we're picking yet. So Friday, we'll get into all that. We'll say what we think. And then, yeah, by the time you hear another one, it will be time to talk about the Super Bowl. Yeah. And one of the other topics I wanted to talk about tomorrow, not tomorrow, but Friday, um, you have Netflix, right? I do. Okay. Have you seen... The new show, it's like a documentary really. Um, Don't F with Cats.
1: I've seen it on Netflix, I haven't watched it, but yeah.
0: Okay, it's 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 crazy. It's it's weird. But it's interesting to kind of talk about it. And we were talking about something today that reminded me of it, and I'm sure it'll come up when we're reviewing it. But I don't I don't know if you have time to there's only three episodes, they're about forty minutes long to watch it. Okay. Um, you can watch it with your wife uh it 's interesting it 's really it 's really crazy there 's some okay. so it's it 's worth the it 's worth talking about a little bit so um if you can watch that and by Friday kind of have a little review on it too and obviously whoever 's listening, I would recommend watching it before you listen to that podcast because there will be spoilers so
1: <laughs> we have to do the spoiler warning there will so- so, yeah, our next podcast is going to be on Friday. We will discuss uh, playoff picks and how they performed. Uh, we'll discuss Cats. Don't don't F with Cats, the Netflix show. Um, and I'm sure some things are going to come up between now and then. Uh, Austin, one more time, because we're going to start making this canon to where at the end of every episode you tell everybody, um, what are some of the sites that people can go to to listen to this podcast?
0: The main one, you have... Spotify, you have the Breaker app, you have Radio Public. Um, There's there's a few other ones we're working on. I know Apple Podcasts, we should be on there soon. That one will be coming up soon. I know most people listen to that, but Breaker and Radio Public would be the ones I recommend Mm because you can actually subscribe and it automatically downloads to your phone.
1: Yes, and it is worth noting that both of those are free, the Breaker and Radio Public app. I've been telling people Radio Public. Um, just because, it, I I don't know, I think that I found that one it's a little bit easier to navigate. But Spotify, a lot of people are familiar with, but you do have to pay for Spotify. So if you don't have that and would like to listen to this for free, just know that there are other options out there, such as the Radio Public app and or Breaker. Uh, Feel free to follow us on those and subscribe. That way you can get notified whenever new episodes do come out. Um, And we will keep you informed uh, as far as any other sites when they do come up uh that we are able to get it posted on such as apple podcast we will keep you guys in the know um but with that being said uh, do you have any other closing statements austin
0: no we're good uh we'll talk to you all next time
1: all right be sure you guys do your homework thank you for listening and we will catch you next time